Hey, John. How goes it? I am awesome. How are you doing today, Mark? Doing well, doing well. It's been a, a, a week or so or two since we've recorded a podcast. It's, it's been a hot minute, yeah. Back, it's good to be back in the saddle again. It is. We've. I, I hope we're not off our game, you know? Well, one of us. One of us is a little off our game. One of us has the good sounding voice and his voice is a little uh, off. That would be you. I don't know if that's like better or worse though. It's, it's, it's about an octave lower than, than it normally is. So yeah, I'm curious how the recording will come out. Your, your voice may come out like way better than it normally is. I know. And then I'll, I'll be that person like trying to get just a little bit under the weather before every episode so that I, I sound even better. You should start trying to find some some uh, voiceover work, man. Oh, I should. I should. Are you trying to get rid of me? Well, I'm. I'm just. <laughs> if I could do voiceover work and record podcasts and not have to uh, come in and punch a time clock every day, who the shit wouldn't do that? Oh, that's true. That's true. And um, you know, my commute isn't as bad as yours, so I definitely understand why you'd see value in doing that. This is the obligatory portion of the podcast where I flip off John. Because he has a seven-minute commute to I work. Think I think I'm pretty sure that that is that's been I, I've made that joke, and you've had that response every episode so far. So I almost feel obligated now. It's 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 like the the streak you get in Snapchat. Like you can't let it drop. You got to keep going. So. Yeah, part of the show. Part of the show. Exactly. So uh, episode four, we're going to talk about. Uh, what streaming services we use and how we do those sorts of things. But uh, the first thing we need to get to is the most important part of any podcast. What are we drinking? That's true. That's true. And if you don't agree that that's the most important part, you've clearly not listened to our earlier episodes. Absolutely. So so interestingly, uh, the guy that cuts my hair, there's two guys that, that cut my hair at uh, Jim Young's Barbershop over in Florence, Kentucky. And... Uh, one guy is a beer aficionado like us and uh, Craig uh, or Craig the Barber on Instagram. So uh, a nice shout out to Craig and we'll have him in the show notes for those of you that want to follow him. Okay. Extra cool dude. And so uh, Craig's hometown is Vincennes, Indiana. And he was going over there uh, a few days uh, after he cut my hair last time. And he said, you know, I'm going over there. The wife's out of town. I'm going to hang with a buddy. Uh, we're going to drink beer at the brewery. I'll bring you some back. What do you want? And I'm like, you just pick whatever your favorite is and bring it back. And, and, uh, that'd be cool. And so he texts me and says, Hey man, I've got your beer. And I show up and he's got two growlers of beer for us. So I told him that, uh, that we'd uh, drink it on the podcast and uh, give him a shout out. So, uh, I think the one I, I liked them both and, and, yeah. uh, untapped was was off the charts on both of them it was it was yeah both both were really good though i did i i mean i'm i'm me uh so back in the day because he brought us an ipa and a stout uh back in the day i was really a stout guy like late college early pretending i'm in adulthood um then i kind of shifted a bit more towards ipa so both were extremely good I, i definitely prefer the ipa between the two though I liked the IPA better. I was surprised that I really liked the IPA as, as much as I did. It, it was, uh, it is called Hoptimistic, cool name, well over four on the untapped uh, uh, rating. It's an American IPA. Mm-hmm. 
I tend not to like West Coast IPAs. American IPAs I run hot and cold on and hazies I usually love. But it was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, it was really it was good. I mean, that's and that's I'm I'm kind of the opposite of you. I like everything you just mentioned, um, which maybe should mean that I have like a more well-versed palate and I can be like pickier about things, but I'm, I'm really not. I just like all of them. And this or, one, this one was, it was superb. I, I enjoyed it. Or it could be, I have a double a couple of decades on you and I've killed some taste buds. Ah, uh, that could be it too. That could be it too. I like my answer better. Though, so. <laughs> and then, uh, the stout that you mentioned is called Hall and Oats. And so, uh, no pun intended, but Hall and Oats or Hall and Oats. So uh, I'm sure they meant it in that way. I assume so, yeah. I'm sure Daryl Hall and John Oats are pissed off because they they don't want to be no- known as Hall and Oats. They want to be known as Daryl Hall and John Oats. Uh, interesting fun fact. They don't do things together. They then get on stage and sing together. They write separately Oh and, wow! I and then toss it over the fence. Wow! Strange okay. dynamic. It's weird, but it's it's clearly working. So okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're still they're still making millions every year, and we're uh, we're working and and uh, doing podcasts for free. So. We are for now. For now. For now. No. Um. I, honestly, I was impressed with Hall and Oates because it's these days it's it takes a minute for me to drink like an entire stout right to take a glass of a stout and and finish it it's got to be some really crazy good like often barrel aged kind of thing um and this one was this is on point i, we, I was and impressed and we've both know. gone back for seconds yeah exactly exactly yeah having i figured like okay i'll have like one of this taste it a little bit be like oh, okay yeah it's not too bad but no this was it, it's surprisingly good so. i'm just glad that we both like beer i would hate to have a podcast partner that doesn't like beer. that would be an embarrassment wouldn't it to have a podcast partner who just i don't even really like beer that much <sighs> so just shame i'm surprised she still talks with us but yeah yeah and no, i talked to her earlier today um somehow i don't know and we have a new soundbite, hopefully coming soon. We'll leave that a mystery for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I and we we very intentionally. Um, I need to go. I need to go snag that soundbite uh, whenever I have a chance. I'm I'm a little behind on my other podcast work, so I've got some some things stacked up. I've been a busy person lately, but uh, I'll I'll grab that and then intentionally make no mention of it until like. I think we're we're tentatively planning to record the next episode after this next week. So we'll have to use it in that episode so that this one gets posted. She listens to it and is like, oh, Jesus, what are they going to do now? And then we get the new sound bites. So. I, I wonder if there is a super duper explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the normal little E just isn't getting the job done and you're yeah. like, ooh. That e. would seem to apply here. Yeah, like you got to be at least... 30 to listen to this one <laughs> absolutely absolutely well let's let's roll into uh some of the streaming services we like or have used or might use or or anything in between so uh, i know you and i both spend time on youtube so i thought we'd start there yeah i i waste uh like countless amounts of time on youtube although i i definitely feel like 
my YouTube watching is very different than your YouTube watching. So uh, I know for you, you've got like a, you got like a laundry list of accounts that you subscribe to and you kind of like follow and stay up on regularly. Um, I really don't do that. I don't really subscribe to anyone on YouTube. I've just been using, and I'm sure you're probably in the same boat. I've been using YouTube since well before Google purchased YouTube, right? I remember, I remember watching videos on Google video when that was a thing. Um, and it was a dumpster fire because you're like, why would I ever use this? Obviously YouTube's way better at that. What was it like 420 by 360? Is that mm -hmm. standard def? Yeah. Yep. That was like the highest res and it had that terrible UI. Oh, it's, it's great. Honestly, we should, uh, I want to go back and find a little tangent. Somebody put together a video that was just like a short clip of YouTube's UI from like inception till today. And you're just, Oh God, I forgot it looked that bad. Um, but really there's only a couple people I kind of regularly watch on YouTube. Um, you had mentioned one in the notes you put together, which is our hero and role model mkbhd um, absolutely i do watch basically everything he puts out all the time and then uh, i am a fan of jerry rig everything mm -hmm. the guy who does like the teardown videos for everything um he is always like extremely critical of all things apple because they're not really self-repairable which he feels pretty strongly about but um i really watch it more not from the perspective of am i like if i break this phone would i be able to repair it and i'm going to use that as kind of one of my factors on whether or not I buy it. Um, I'm, I'm me. I don't really do well at the physical layer, so I'm, I'm never going to attempt that anyway. For me, it's more just sort of interesting to watch his videos and see like sort of like the design and engineering decisions that go into some of those devices and the kind of like the either shortcuts that some companies take or just the like what in the actual fuck were you thinking you know things in these like you know a thousand dollar phone and you're like yo my, my sister who's a cpa would have known that was a bad idea like why on earth would you do that so uh, those are pretty fun but beyond that it's really just you know i've spent years like searching youtube to find different things that i wanted to watch as like topics came up or as i was interested in a particular subject and now i kind of I kind of really let YouTube deliver the content to me instead. Like when I log in, my homepage is just covered in crap. That's usually like pretty new and also relevant. So, um, I kind of let YouTube curate most of that for me. And, uh, I spend, I would say I spend absurd amounts of time if I look at that weekly report on how much I watch, but it's not necessarily always active watching. Like, I'll often turn on some YouTube stuff on like my TV on the Roku, for example, turn on autoplay and just let it go while I'm doing other stuff or, or whatnot. So and anytime I'm home alone, that's my MO. So that's that's absolutely yeah, what I makes do as makes well. sense. Yeah. So so I have uh unlike you, I have FOMO, fear of missing out. And so so I have a subscription list that's probably 175 people that I follow. It, it shows up in my subscriptions as they come in. And then I just randomly, based on what I'm interested in at that moment in time, add those to my watch later list. So um, that way I don't, I don't miss anything. There's a number of people that I follow that uh, I might watch one out of every five. But the, the YouTube recommendations, while it's stellar, 
for discovery, for helping me find things that aren't in my subscription list. Um, many times I feel like when I go in and click on that particular creator, I'm like, well, I would have liked to have seen these other seven videos and they're in the wheelhouse of the things oh, yeah. that, that I like. So the, the recommendation engine wasn't perfect. With that said, the recommendation engine on YouTube is, is outstanding. Yeah, it's, it's still, it's still pretty good. And, and I'll often find myself doing sort of similar things. Like there will be a recommended video on my homepage and I'll watch it and be like, Oh, that was pretty good. Like, this person seems cool. What else do they have going on? And I'll go in like you, I'll find other videos that I'm like, well, this would have been a better recommendation, but uh, the one they gave me at least kind of got me on that path that I ended up at their channel and found other, other stuff to watch. So along the lines, of what you were talking about, uh, it jogged a memory. This was not in my show notes list, but uh, a, a young woman, Simone Gertz, who uh, she is a, uh, uh, a robotics uh, type engineer, but she does kind of the breakdown of things and builds out things. So she took a Tesla and made a Tesla pickup truck. Oh yes. I, I've heard a few people talk about her. Yeah. She made a Tesla pickup truck before the cyber truck was, she a thing. did. Yeah, she did. She like modded around. She's extra cool, extra smart. Um, fun to follow, sad to follow in that uh, she's had two brain tumors and she's talked about them openly. Really interesting stuff. Um, sad to hear her talk about them, but at the same time, you feel like um, she's helping other people that that have those sorts of, of right. brain tumors, cancer, and things like that. So really engaged in the community. So uh, highly recommended uh, uh, as well. Um, on my list, though, a couple of things that I think are, are really cool, and I and I recommend. I think I've recommended this one to you. I recommend it to everybody. But the BrewDog Network, so so BrewDog is a brewery. They're based out of Scotland. The two owners are uh, absolutely batshit crazy. Years ago, they had a TV show that was on one of the, the non-standard networks like FX or <laughs> something like that where they could get away with, with cuss words and, and things. And they had two seasons, maybe three seasons. I watched all of them, and they were fantastic. So they'll go to a particular city, and they'll brew something. So like in Colorado, they brewed on the top of, of, of a mountain. I don't remember if it was Rocky Mountain National Park or if it was Pikes Peak. But they brewed on top of the mountain, and they uh, used the sun to create uh, the fire going through some mirrors, and that was their shtick. In um, the Portland area, they cooled down the wart in the extra cold river by one of the guys jumped in naked with the uh, with the beer in a sealed container and held it underneath a pontoon boat. And they do all sorts of just crazy ass shit. And so they started a channel a few months ago, and now they're doing this on their streaming channel. And I watched one the other day somewhere in in the Georgia area, and they wanted to brew a beer uh, in a in a moving truck, and so they did that. And they needed some uh, peaches, so they had somebody behind them instead of having the peaches in the truck. They had somebody behind them using a t-shirt machine and and firing the peaches into the back of the truck, and then. 
they pretended to get pulled over by police. And so they felt like they needed to destroy the truck. So they sat in a junkyard and had beer while the machine behind them lifted up and destroyed a semi truck <laughs> and trailer. And, and the list just goes on of the bad shit, crazy things they do. I've got a couple of episodes in my watch list now. I think one from LA and one from someplace else. Um, they recently did one in Spain. One of the other things they do is, is on an episode and when they're in an area, they give you what are the top five breweries in that area and the, and the top five drinking beer, drinking places in the area. And so, uh, I've always found that, in, uh, useful and, and so I'll make notes of that for when I travel. Yeah. You don't have to go look it up after that's, that's really cool. Especially covering, especially covering both the breweries and the best beer drinking locations that, you know, might just be a random bar or something with a great tap selection yep. or, or whatnot. Plus I, I think it's, it's probably safe to say we both have a little bit of an affinity for BrewDog because while they are based in Scotland, they did open a location in Cincinnati that we have been to. And that features one of my favorite beers now, which is Elvis juice. I was going to say my favorite juice. Elvis. Oh uh, yeah. It's a great, it's yep. uh, it's got all the nutrition you need to grow up big and strong. That's Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Kind of a go-to now since, uh, my friends over at new Belgium sold out, uh, Elvis Juice has become my uh, fat tire of uh, 2020, who I go to. Uh, <laughs> We're not going to put New Belgium in the show notes, by the way. No. Uh, uh, you know, this This is um, this is surprising because I do know that despite the fact that they sold out to Big Beer, you remain quite a fan. I mean, you've got a glowing New Belgium sign in your office. I do. I do. I think I had some staff members that defaced my office with New Belgium <laughs> Budweiser signs and a Budweiser pint glass and a Lagunitas uh, beer coaster. Yeah. And you always forget the, uh, the Budweiser uh, oh, yeah. barkey. Absolutely. Yeah. The Budweiser barkey. Yeah. It sits right in front of me. I don't know how I, it does. I yeah. That. It's still, it's, it's the only thing that's still on your desk. Maybe the coaster too. Do you still have the coaster on your desk? Yeah. This, yeah. I'm using the coaster. Every there you day. go. It's the best thing. It covers up Lagunitas. <laughs> So uh, a couple of others that uh, I think are really cool. Kind of the standard for YouTube um, besides MKBHD and this guy's their friends, but Casey Neistat. Casey does um, daily vlogs and longer form things and uh, really contributes to the community. Done a lot of things for creators um, with Samsung um, that I'm, I'm not a big Samsung mm -hmm. owner, but with Samsung, they do something for Christmas every year. It'll just, it just makes you smile and makes you cry at the same time. Uh, they up in, I think Minneapolis area or Minnesota for sure. They, uh, took a boys and girls club underprivileged kids and, uh, Samsung provided them with maker kits. So they all got, uh, note, f uh, phones and Chromebooks and other materials to record. They took them to a, a mall that had been closed down that they created a kid's wonderland in it. And uh, they they helped the kids. They created their own uh, video that was used in a national campaign. And uh, the kids were just happy and crying and, and all that. And so uh, Casey always helps them out with stuff like that every year. Um, tells a story 
he does stuff for for major brands. And so when he was a little younger, Nike gave him a bunch of money and to create a uh, a uh, video that they could use for advertising. Mm-hmm. And he waited and waited, procrastinated, and finally he called a buddy. And they used all of the money to travel the world for a few weeks. And then they came back and periodically they recorded themselves and doing fun stuff. And uh, he got back and they showed him the video and Nike really liked the video. And it shows him running out of his office in shorts and running shoes. And at the end of the video, running back in and all the fun stuff in between. And they said, maybe you could reshoot the first and the last part and have on Nike shoes. <laughs> so uh, that is amazing. Uh, he said, you know, he counted that one as one. He thought he'd never get hired again. And it turned out uh, to be one of their best marketing campaigns. So it was really cool. Peter McKinnon, kind of the uh, uh, the same uh, um genre of he's kind of a casey protege so he's a photographer a world famous photographer um got into video he lost his job with um maybe american express or somebody like that he uh he was he is a, a magician as well and so he called in sick because I can't remember, I believe it was David Copperfield was in New York and he was in Canada, but close by and he lives in Toronto. So he and a buddy took a flight over with plans to come back, but they were in the city and he got pictures and stuff with David Copperfield and put it on his social media. He was sure nobody at the company, it may not have been American Express, but it was somebody like mm-hmm. that, would never see it. And uh, he got fired the next day in his o- that he was in the office because everybody saw that he uh, uh, was hanging out with David Copperfield. So, wow. Yeah, that was cool. And then uh, just a fun one, Hot Ones. So, have you seen that? I, I have. I've watched. Uh, I watched a few episodes of that. Uh, I, I basically only watch them if it's if he's interviewing somebody I am interested in to begin with. Um, what always impresses me though is that the premise itself is like extremely gimmicky, right? It's like he's interviewing celebrities while they eat increasingly spicy, like hot wings. And you really expect it's mostly just like, oh, we're going to sit here and watch like this celebrity suffer eating hot wings. Uh, But the quality of the interview is always really good. Like he always has extremely good, relevant, like pertinent questions. And oftentimes questions that like, they're kind of like weird questions, not necessarily always about like exactly what the person's doing that they're famous for, but just like other random information that you're never going to see on like the bigger interviews that they do. So a lot of the interview content is, is surprisingly good uh, despite sort of what my like initial thoughts were just about the whole premise. Yeah. And Sean's well regarded in, in the entertainment community as being one of those mm-hmm. good interview guys. Oh, so yeah. they kind of, they kind of discount the wing thing. And, right. and, uh, and so him, he is anybody and everybody I didn't have on my list, but one of my favorites was Tyra Banks oh. and she was so fun and, and somewhere halfway through three quarters of the way through her mom who was in the audience came on and that was just as fun as well. So, so I used to just do what you did. And if I, if it was somebody I liked, 
I watched it and everybody else I filed bankruptcy mm-hmm. on. And uh, Nick Offerman, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of, of any of the things he's been on. And I watched it and I was like, dude's a smart guy, really interesting. And so I started reading up on him and he's like kind of a Renaissance man. He I is, mean, really yeah, yeah. extra cool. And so I started watching stuff, not unlike our friend David Gay, I'm not a wrestling guy. <laughs> and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, I can, holy, holy can. shit, he was, he was way more interesting than I ever, I ever thought he would be. Um, can, can I interrupt for just a second? I, I don't, I don't know if I'm comfortable going on the record and referring to David as my friend. Well, he doesn't drink with us. He sure as shit doesn't do that. So we like beg him to fucking drink with us. (laughs) And, and the one time he came out, what did he do? Uh, well, other than inviting like half a dozen people, we didn't know. Uh, only one of whom showed up, thankfully. And that guy was cool. He was extra cool. It ended up being awesome uh, because when David bailed, as we'll describe in a second, we sat and drank with this dude for a while. And he was he was pretty cool, but just that's kind of like a weird social faux pas. I'm meeting people. Let me invite other random people that they don't know. He drank one beer, ordered a second beer, drank approximately half of a swallow out of it, and then left. I mean, Grand total time, maybe 40 minutes? Maybe. Maybe, if I'm being generous. Yeah, that's so, a generous 40 minutes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not comfortable saying he's our friend. He's a guy we know a, a guy better we than know. an acquaintance. Absolutely. That, you know, we wish he would be our friend. Absolutely. Um, he's not about that, though. Yeah, and as soon as this post... <laughs> I'm going to make sure that I send him a link to this podcast. Yeah, we'll have to, because he's definitely not listening to it to begin with. But well, we'll need to let him we're know. We're not friends. Exactly. So we'll need to let him know he's a topic of conversation. Yeah. 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 What we really need to do is get a set, catch him on the phone and get a sound bite. That might be illegal. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, the podcast studio that we use does have that Bluetooth option too. We can get him on the podcast and just not tell him he's on the podcast. There you go. That'd be a great idea. We'll do that. We'll this, work on that. If he listens to this before we do it, this ensures he never picks up the phone when you or I call. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I had a few other people. We both like Marquez Brandley. He's on the list. And then uh, one of the more recent recent ones, Chance the Rapper. And oh. uh, that was really interesting. I mean, I, I like him. He's not a person that I, I wouldn't have necessarily watched it, but he was extra cool. And he was, uh, he was extra humble. The stuff was too hot for him. He couldn't handle it. He bailed uh, barely halfway through. And and he asked uh, Sean some questions, and so that was that, that was, was kind of cool. cool. He, he, turned, he turned, turned the table. Sean ate to the end, including the last dab, and I think the last dab will bring most people to their knees. Um, it it's got kick, yeah. Um, so Mitch, our coworker, actually has brought the last dab in before, um, and in fact, there was a day actually we had. Uh, someone brought in a bunch of food for lunch um, over at the other office and Mitch happened to have his like hot sauce collection in that day. Um, And so he took those with him and it included the last dab. I believe it was pizza that they brought in. And so we sat in the other office, uh, a group of us and ate pizza and we tried out all the hot sauces and 
um, not to, to humble brag, but like, you know, subtle flex. I, uh, I enjoyed the last dab to the point where I was adding it to my pizza as like flavoring. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just, it's how you get this voice. You eat enough of the last dab. I, I, I was extremely high pitched before that. Yeah. I, it turned my life it around. It burns your vocal cords. It does. Yeah. You don't need to do like, you don't need to smoke cowboy killers for like 20 years. Just last dab sound like this. In- <laughs> Any other, uh, <laughs> the, uh, be- the beer's good. Uh, that went off the rails. <laughs> anyway, oh. any other favorites on YouTube? Uh, no, 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 we, let's just, let's just move on. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> I can't even talk now. Oh man. We're, we're, so, uh, how, how do we do this for free, Mark? Yeah. How does no one pay I'm, su- I'm surprised we don't have sponsors. <laughs> well, the last dab is going to sponsor us now, obviously. And whatever so. beer makes me burp. Yeah. <laughs> so this next uh, one, I don't think you'll uh, <laughs> have much experience with it. Amazon Prime Video. No, I've uh, so I've never used uh, I've never used Prime Video, and I've never been a uh, I've never been an Amazon Prime subscriber. Yeah, the actually, I I lie. I was an Amazon Prime subscriber for thirty days. I needed. Uh, I really wanted to buy. You can tell how worthwhile this was. I don't even remember what it was. It might have been a keyboard for my computer, but I don't know if it was. But it was a like Amazon Prime exclusive. You can only buy the item if you have Amazon Prime. And I'm like, well, that blows. I. I want this thing, but like Amazon Prime is way more expensive than obviously like what I want the keyboard for. And uh, I, at, at the time, things were slightly changing because I now live in a location where buying from Amazon works out a little better than it did before. But um, I was like, I'm not going to get a good value out of Prime. So I 100% did the like 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime, bought the keyboard, got the keyboard, and then canceled Amazon Prime. And that was the that was, that was the only time I've had it. So I've, I've never individually signed up for like Prime Video just to check it out. So I don't think there's been a week since Amazon Prime's existed that we haven't had multiple Prime packages come to our house. Yeah, I, I know. I know a lot of people who are. Do you do the like recurring like subscription purchases and stuff like that? We have yeah, a monthly yeah. subscribe and save. I'll tell you the value there. So we have a big dog. She eats big bags of food. I can go. They by the way, if you have a dog, if you buy it from the pet food store, the big bags of food are in the back of the store and they weigh fifty pounds. And so you have to walk to the back of the store, carry fifty pounds up set it down, pay for it, and then carry it out to the parking lot. I park far away so people don't ding my doors. So it's it's kind of an event to buy yeah. food, to, to, to buy dog food. Get a workout. Amazon will give me a discount and drop it on my front door. Yep. yep. They'll give me a bigger discount if I drop it and subscribe and save. And so we always make sure that we have at least five items and subscribe and save. So um, the the value proposition there for us is is really big, and so we get a lot of regular things. By the way, if anybody needs double uh, A batteries, <laughs> I might have forgotten to cancel an order once or twice, and I'm pretty flush on double A batteries for the foreseeable future. Hey, when the zombie apocalypse happens, you're gonna be glad you got all this fucking batteries. <laughs> My uh, battery that I used to let uh, Pearl the Wonder Wham out. Uh, 
the, after dark uh, was getting dim. It wasn't dead, but it yeah. was getting dim. And I'm like, I got plenty of batteries. We're, we're, we're swapping gonna, those we're bad swapping boys those out. out. Yeah, yep. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I would always say like I don't need it because I only order from Amazon a couple times a year, uh, which historically has been true. Um, I've ordered like five things from Amazon in the past two weeks. So including a new order this morning. So, um, and the one this morning I actually like really needed in the next couple of days. So I ended up paying extra for two day delivery because I don't have prime where I just get two day deliveries. So. Yeah. And there's so many small things that would cost you shipping otherwise, even if you don't need it fast. So yeah, I've, I've definitely been the person before who is adding, like random nonsense to my order because I'm like, well, it's under $25. So it doesn't qualify for free shipping, but shipping is going to cost me like nine bucks. So is there something small I can add in here to like pad my order? And at least I get something out of it in the end. But yeah. Absolutely. So um, I like a bunch of stuff there. Jenny kind of burns it up. So she loves the British drama things, Downton Abbey and things like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. And so there's all sorts of movies and, and shows like that. And so she, she watches that a lot. I watch a number of things, but a couple of my favorites. So there's a, uh, a series called Bosch and it's Harry Bosch, a police detective in LA. Titus Welliver is, is the actor that plays Harry Bosch, but it's based on the Michael Conley uh, books and the books are just outstanding. Michael Conley is a terrific author, and uh, he's heavily involved in this this series. And it's an exclusive original for Amazon Prime streaming. And uh, I believe they've been, they've now review, renewed into the sixth season, and I believe the fifth season hasn't uh, been broadcast yet. So it's it's doing so well that that they're. They're renewing two years at a time. Like preemptively, yeah. And that's yep. the one, if I recall, you mentioned that in the previous episode for the soundtrack as well. Absolutely. Uh, if you go back and look at, at our, our music episode, then um, it uh, I, I put the show in the show notes there, that Spotify link. The Bosch uh, playlist is really cool too. It's kind of that uh, uh, easy listening kind of vibe. Most everything is is kind of jazzy yeah. R&B stuff like that. Very cool. A couple of hits in it. Some, some bangers. Do they, do they slap? They slap, yeah. yeah. So um, what would be the next service you, you use more often? Um, honestly, it, it really depends, kind of. Um, and I think, I'm curious if, if we're in the same boat on this. Um, if I've gone for a little while and I've not watched something on a service, like I'll just cancel that service and wait to be like, okay, I'm, I've, I've got time and there's this thing I want to watch, resubscribe and watch it. Um, historically, I would say probably Netflix um, I spend the most time with. Um, and I don't know what it is, but like Scandinavian noir series just – Oh, they're so good. I can watch those for days. Um, terrific. And there's so many on there. I am like the purest of this. So I, I, I refuse to watch dubs. I watch subtitles and I'm that person who like has to actively watch. Like I can't, I can't be screwing off on my phone and like I missed two minutes and I couldn't just listen cause I don't speak like Swedish 
you know, I just have to read the subtitles. So like, I'm that person who's like, oh, rewind like two minutes and then rewatch. And if, if I do, like I get a text message, I'm also a millennial, so I have to respond to it immediately. Um, and then I'm like pausing the TV, get my phone, reply the message, play. 30 seconds later, that person sends me something back pause so it's very like it's arduous to watch just because it'll be like a 50 minute episode and it takes me like an hour and 40 minutes to watch the thing um and I, I run into that a lot but but netflix probably the most um recently though i i, I don't know i, I kind of struggled for a while to like find stuff and since moving up here i've i've been a lot busier than i previously was so sitting down and like actually watching TV is pretty, it's like a big ask um, a lot of times. So that's fallen off a cliff, but historically Netflix for sure. Um, and almost exclusively over the past few years, like original series from Netflix were most of what I was watching, um, which I'm, I'm sure makes them happy as they've lost like a lot of that syndicated content they previously had when everybody, everybody and their brother realized like, oh, this whole streaming thing is like actually like printing money and we we shouldn't just sell the rights to this thing to Netflix for peanuts. We should like do it ourselves. Um, yeah, I've, I've found a lot of their original series to be good. A lot of them is just trash though too. It's just a lot to wade through. So um, I'm leery about doing it, but if there's something that looked interesting and I didn't know somebody else who watched it, I would have to go online and just start looking at like some reviews. Like, is this worth investing, you know, 12 hours into watching? You know, I don't, I hate to get halfway through and be like, oh, this was a mistake, but I'm not going to get six hours back. So like, do I keep going or not? But, yeah. It, it's hard to tell when something's jumped the shark or not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so interestingly, Netflix falls into that category and I'm exactly like you. If I haven't watched for a while, I cancel. Yeah. In that case, it, case we we canceled netflix because we were using all the other streaming services more often um we're probably uh, i'm looking for an offer now because there is a uh, a new series or a new movie coming out that i'll have to see my favorite author is a guy named robert b parker and he's deceased but he wrote the spencer for hire detective series and now other people are writing his books ghostwriting mm -hmm. his books i don't guess it's ghostwriting they're they're listed as as the the writers but it's a robert b parker uh movie apparently they commissioned the family commissioned this uh movie and uh mark Wahlberg is uh spencer all right so uh, right. i'm just he's... In, he's completely the opposite of any other character that's played spencer so I'm I'm curious how that'll play out. I mean, I don't know the. I'm unfamiliar with the author. I've never read any of the books or anything, so I don't know the the general like demeanor of this character. But uh, Mark Wahlberg's done a pretty good job in some like detective yeah. series. I mean, uh, he was great in The Departed, and uh, he's hooked up again with Peter Berg, who is one of the preeminent directors of our time, and. And so Peter is the director of this movie. So okay. um, go straight to uh, Netflix, but that's not unusual today. You know, it's that's just like a movie theater or HBO mm -hmm. nowadays. So I'm curious to see how, how that plays out. Interestingly, unlike you, a friend of ours, somebody we used to work with, who I think we can both call a friend, uh, texted me a few minutes ago. I did not feel the need to immediately reply to him, 
like uh, like you described earlier as your your uh, your millennial need to to do so. So so Sumanth uh, as uh, he reaches out occasionally, or I reach out to him, and he is just checking in on me. And so uh, I'm going to reply to him in a little while and say, "Hey, man, I just gave you a shout out on our uh, our podcast." And he's going to be like, "Great! I assumed you were dead because you took 40 minutes to reply." Exactly. Yeah. He probably yeah. will because I usually am reply immediately he's, to him. He's a he's a he's a fun fun young man from from India. Wicked smart, wicked smart. Always enjoyed uh, having him on the team and and working with him, and uh, and a neat guy on top of that. Uh, got heavily invested in some uh, some Bitcoin stuff that uh, we won't tell that story. But uh, let's say don't don't air people's dirty laundry if but, you're going to let them know we talk about them in the episode. Exactly, but uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully he's uh, he's back in uh, former friend. Is yeah, what's gonna <laughs> hopefully he's back doing well with his investment. So um, we we uh, we currently have Hulu, so we don't have Netflix. Okay, we have yeah, Hulu. Yeah. We have Hulu because it comes with Spotify family, mm-hmm. so we get it for free. Um, once again, Jenny watches a handful of things on there, and I believe the only thing I watch on Hulu is uh, Letterkenny mm-hmm. and the um, oh the uh, detective series. I've got a mental block. Um, it was uh, a series early on, Veronica Mars. So uh, Veronica Mars was a series on TV, and then it got canceled, and they crowdfunded a movie, and then did did well enough they did maybe a second movie, and then it went away for a while, and uh, they brought it back as a Hulu Originals okay. uh, detective series. And it was all sugar, sugary, and and uh, nobody got hurt, and there were there were bad themes, and and like they killed off her fiance in the last episode of the first season of the the revitalization of the series. So it's got a darker darker edge. So so, so the original version was like the Garrett. Dream that you know everything's okay, nothing bad ever happens to anybody in the end. And exactly. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. At the very end, everybody comes out okay. Right. The, the, that's definitely the the Garrett world. Yep. So um, can't have an episode if we don't throw shade at Garrett. Exactly. And then we get uh, through Verizon. We get. Oh yeah, you're on that Disney Plus hype train. The, we yeah, get the Disney I know. Plus. I know Brandy has been wearing out Disney Plus because she gets it through Verizon too. Who? Do 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 do. Oh, that Brandy. Yeah. Now she only, of course, ever watches uh, sober because I don't really like people. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, she doesn't ever drink beer while she's watching. But no, um. Circumstances being what they were, I uh, I was back in Georgetown maybe a month or so ago and uh, found myself locked out of my old apartment there that I had intended to crash at and uh, ended up crashing at her house, uh, which she very graciously offered up the guest bedroom uh, when I asked. But, uh, you know, she was wearing out some Disney Plus uh, that night. And then the next day, I believe she was off and I worked from her house. And yeah, just... Disney Plus was rocking and rolling. So, yeah, and uh, I've not really watched anything on it, but uh, I think Jenny's enjoying it. 
think there's enough stuff on there. And I think if you want to go back and watch some of the vintage stuff. Yeah, I know um, she was watching like a lot of the Disney movies that like, you know, you haven't thought about in 20 years. Um, like the smaller ones that weren't like the big animated, like uber popular ones. But uh, I mean, other than that, I guess I'm not really sure what's on there. Um, we had watched a couple episodes of The Mandalorian which I know a lot of people are super jazzed about. Um, obviously, like the baby Yoda is pretty cute, but otherwise, I, I really, I, I thought it, it's, 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 it's Star Wars, which means like there's some cool space stuff, and the writing is terrible at best, and it's corny and mostly nonsensical. So um, I'm not a big Star Wars fan personally. I could definitely see if you are that that shows like the hotness and you're in love with it. Uh, I was just kind of like, eh, it's, you know, I don't, and, and full disclosure, I, I haven't cared enough to watch any of the like new Star Wars movies other than the very first one. I watched it and I was like, yeah, it's about what I expected and it's not good. So I'm, I'm not going to watch any of the others. Sorry. And unfortunately, JJ Abrams. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I watched the first one and, and that's, yeah, that's it. Like this, this, I, I knew what I was signing up for and that's what I got. I wasn't surprised. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So are you taking advantage of, you got that new fancy iPhone? Uh, I did. I did. Well, not only that, so I got the fancy new iPhone and then I got a fancy new iPad. Oh, that's right. Cause I'm just going, I'm going all in now. Um, and it's, it's really upped my ability to be a millennial since everything's linked. So when I get a text, I can reply from my phone or my iPad or my computer. Yeah. I need the, I don't have the watch yet. I guess that's next. I just, I'm, I'm me and I know me and me is clumsy. So like the number of times I've taken my just regular old metal watch and like bashed it off of shit while I just like walk around the office is absurd. So um, I, I promise you these things are bomb proof. I've had every model and regularly walk into walls and slam okay. it on doorknobs. They, they hold up pretty well though. And uh, okay. mine has smudges and maybe one of them had a small scratch on it. I'm not careful with it at all. I don't ever take it off. I take it off to charge it, and that's it. I sleep with it on. Uh, the dog has jumped up and and scratched the hell out of it, and it just wipes off. Okay. Well, I guess I guess maybe I need to. Uh, maybe maybe that'll be the next the next big purchase. Then new is, new ones in September. One. So uh, yeah. I know you like to have cool stuff. So um, if it's not compelling maybe wait till then because i think there may be some cool new sensors and some other things was it it was the last year's model that you were not compelled to upgrade to is that correct was the, it last year's the big change between the four and the five series was that the apple watch can now be used as a wait for it a watch <laughs> meaning that you don't have to touch the screen on the series five they they have a new processor in it, and it's a low power That's processor. Right, yeah. So the watch can stay on, so you can actually see the face of it and use it as a watch all the time. Well, it was was it? There's there's like two. There's two chips. There's like the yep. low power one that does the watch face normally, and then when you interact with it, it like kicks over to the. I'll say air quotes regular processor that you would expect in it. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. sure that's the exact architecture. But, sure, but it's something similar but to that. Functionally, yeah. that was it. Yeah. And and there weren't any really other changes. Okay. And there was a hint of better battery life. 
I don't know where it's at now with, with some software upgrades, but initially the battery life was worse. I'm happy with my battery life. Um, it would be nice kind of at times not to have to touch my screen. Uh, but generally you can move your wrist enough to have it come on. Yeah. And you're not like, yeah, it's, 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 that's not like a big ask. I wouldn't think, but, but as an Apple fanboy here, it is ironic that it took the fifth generation of the Apple watch for it to function like a watch. Yeah. That is kind of funny. So have, uh, and I, I don't really, we're, we're tangenting hard, which is fine. Uh, I don't, I don't really follow smartwatches have competing products had that feature for a long time that were, yeah, that, that were actual like smartwatches, not like, well, I'm a watch, but I'm also a pedometer or like whatever. Yeah. Most of the other watches actually functioned as a watch, okay. but all the other features kind of, um, paled in comparison to the Apple watch. Right. The, the Apple watch by far has the smartwatch market share and there's probably nobody else coming up behind it close. There's occasionally a competitor. It's going to be the Apple watch killer and right. it, it doesn't happen. They never, they never end up panning out that way. <laughs> but this tangent started me down for uh, Apple TV plus. So did you sign up for that? Cause you get it for free. I, I did. Yeah. So I got it with the phone. Um, I got, t- 12 months of Apple TV plus for free. Um, so I did sign up for it, um, which literally just involved opening the app and being like, yeah, I want my 12 months. Um, I ran into a little bit of weirdness. Uh, I had been looking for how am I going to consume this? I rarely watch any kind of like professionally produced content like that on like my phone or my tablet or anything like that. I'm, I'm really a, like, I'm going to watch it on the TV kind of person. They have an Apple TV Plus app for Roku, which my particular Roku stick is listed as a supported device by both Apple and Roku, and you cannot get the app for it. It's just not there. Um, I found just a couple random threads. I guess they've not hit like critical mass um, where people are really like, trying to get apple tv plus on roku's because like there's just been a few threads where people are like i don't understand why i can't find it on mine um anyway i didn't go too far down that rabbit hole because i could get it on my fire tv stick so i did do that and uh thus far i've watched only like one single episode of a show on it just mainly due to time constraints. But uh, so I went ahead and I watched the first episode of the morning show uh, at the recommendation of Chris, who is featured on our last episode um, with lots of really compelling, insightful comments. You mean the um, guy that barely spoke? Yeah. Him, okay. Him. Just making sure it was he the was, same Chris. His, his podcast debut is rough. Yeah. But that's, it was. That's okay. You know, he'll get him next time, Tiger. Um, he, he had to work on his parking, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> inside joke uh but so i watched the first episode of the morning show which i thought was pretty good um i i've heard very mixed reviews a lot of people are very into it some thought it was terrible which is probably any show i thought it was pretty good and there's a couple other shows on there uh that i'd probably like to check out like uh c that has jason momoa in it he's usually pretty solid and a couple others so um 
time permitting, I will likely continue to watch some stuff on there if for no other reason than because it's free. Um, kind of the thing I'm curious about, and I've seen a few articles, is it, it's, a, it's a new service, right? Fairly new service. And um, I think they offered up for like almost anyone, it was like 60 days for free yep. when it came out. And that, that period is ending, right? And there's there's only a very small amount of like of content on there, um, and so people are kind of like, well, the price is compelling. It's like five bucks a month, four ninety nine. Yeah, I think yeah. So it's it's very cheap compared to competing services, but the library is very small. So uh, it'll be interesting, I think, over the next year to just kind of keep an eye on what their library looks like, and do they continue to produce enough content that you're like. Oh, I'd like to continue. I'd like to subscribe to this and like continue using it. Or if you kind of hit that spot where you're like, well, I watched everything there is to watch. Either I'm going to start rewatching shows, which I don't have time to watch shows the first time, let alone rewatching them. So like that's never going to happen. Um, or are they going to have enough new stuff that you actually keep, keep on keeping on? So, um, it'd be interesting to see, but I don't have to worry about that for another 11 months. So. So we um, we use our Roku TV, which does have the Apple yeah. TV Plus app on it. I have an Apple TV and a Fire, but but we most we mostly like the apps on the the Roku TV. And I think so, the, the interface, in my experience, on the Roku is better than the others that I've used. So. I, I, none of them are great, but it's certainly easier to navigate and uh, a much nicer. Yeah. Uh, process so uh we've only watched the morning show okay the the first episode i thought was so so and then i thought it got better um i get usually in the second third fourth seventh season of a of a show mm -hmm. kind of i feel like it jumps the shark and i i'm like no nah, and, and i quit watching yeah this one's had a couple of spots towards the the end of where i've gotten we, we've maybe watched six episodes and i'm like oh there's things in here that are getting kind of over the top and and you know i, I want to see the next episode but i may stop after that one um i will say that that uh, a guy that plays one of the tv executives i don't know how to pronounce his last name but it's billy either crudup or crudup um he won an award recently um for best supporting actor and and he is terrific he he is uh, a very diverse character on the show and you can't figure out if he's a good guy or a bad guy mm -hmm. if he has a conscience or he doesn't have a conscience which way his ethics flow um and and really complex sort of character and he plays it really well. Certainly the writers are responsible for that, but he plays it really well. And so honestly, uh, while I've not ever, I know who he is, never been a huge fan, but I watch the episodes, not because of Jennifer Aniston or Reese, Reese Witherspoon, but really to see what his character is going to do next. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to keep, I'll keep an eye on that as, as it progresses. Yeah. Yeah, and he kind of evolves, evolves through it. Is this the? Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the actor's name. Is this like the local exec guy, or is it like the one from like somewhere else that they like send in in the first episode? It's the guy they send in in okay. the first episode. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. and and he his character really develops pretty swiftly 
uh, in the follow-on episodes and, and really interesting. Yeah, that's that's cool because like episode one, they definitely set him up as like total scumbag for, you know, he's he's going to come in and like gut the place basically and, exactly. and redo it all. So yeah, it's and, interesting. And, and it turns out he's highly complex. Okay. And, and I just still don't know to this day whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah, that's cool. And and I think that's what a show wants is to keep you watching. Right, right. Yeah, if you already know what's going to happen, it's kind of boring. So. So, um, you, uh, you mentioned Twitch TV. So, uh, I watch a little of that, but you probably watch more of that than I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, actually the original reason I bought the fire TV stick, I had the Roku already. Uh, but since Amazon purchased Twitch TV, um, it's exclusive to their services or to their devices, unless you, have a TV that runs Android TV, at which point you just install the Android app. But um, yeah, Twitch is interesting. Um, I used to watch a lot of Twitch back in the day. Uh, I, I used to be extremely into video games. Um, definitely, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually played a video game. It's been a hot minute. Uh, but you know, Twitch kind of evolved as the place where people can stream themselves playing video games online, which uh, was really interesting um, just to watch like, these random people who are like, I'm unemployed and got nothing to do. I'm going to play this game. I may as well stream it. And like now some of these people are like 20, nothing making like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like a month sitting in their bedroom playing video games, which is wild. Um, I don't necessarily care too much anymore about the gaming aspect of it. Uh, for a while I would watch and there'd be like people on there. I thought were entertaining. I would check them out. Um, but Twitch is really, um, initially it was very like gaming was its thing. And that was the focus. Like it was actually in the terms of service. Like you have to stream gaming related content or you get, you know, banned or punished, whatever. Um, they've expanded that quite a bit now and you can do all kinds of stuff. So people do art, music, computer programming, just all kinds of random shit. And so uh, some of those streams get extremely interesting, especially to me, like some of the technical ones or like the music production ones. Um, you'll see people like, you know, really getting into like some EDM, like they got Ableton open and they're just like mixing tracks and stuff. It's, it's super interesting to watch. Not something I'm gonna sit there like on the edge of my seat and, and watch for like an hour. Um, but it's the kind of thing where if there's nothing I want to throw on YouTube and I don't feel like trying to pick a playlist or something, I might throw that on the TV while I'm doing something else in my apartment or whatnot. So um, it's been kind of interesting for that. I know for a lot of people, the thing that they really like about Twitch is that it's interactive. So every single Twitch channel, um, there's an actual IRC channel, Internet Relay Chat underneath that um where like everybody watching can chat with each other and usually the person running the stream is monitoring that and like talking to people i've personally never really cared too much about like interacting with the chat which is great because on the tv that interface is terrible but um so i don't i don't care about it too much but it is interesting just to see even what some people do with that because it is irc and if you're not familiar with irc it's like an ancient chat protocol it's been around for absolutely forever and still um, is the best working chat oh today. one one million percent um there are definitely some irc channels i still actively use in fact um but it's cool because it's irc you can take like all the irc bots and other cool things people have built on irc over the past 
30 years or whatever and uh, like integrate those into it, which is pretty cool. So um, definitely the gaming aspect, not so much anymore, my uh, my wheelhouse, but uh, there's still like a lot of cool, like creative stuff people are doing on there. It's pretty neat. That's sad to hear because I know you had an old boss that was uh, uh, somebody you like to, to game with. And, and uh, so that's kind of sad to hear. <laughs> you uh yeah you you would uh you would go there yeah we it, but we, we're not going to give we, him by name any publicity at n- all. not not even the slightest bit that guy was a piece of work but suffice to say me and several other people who were active gamers at the time put not insignificant amounts of effort into ducking this guy's attempts to play video games with us on the internet after work. The funniest thing that, that I ever heard about, about him was, you know, any, any proper nerd or gamer, um, uses discord. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this dude walks up and it's like, you know, what, what discord server are you on when you are playing this game or, or something along those lines? And, and, the guy that's not really our friend yes said oh we just use the game chat no that was me oh that was you that said i said that okay I everyone else that. everyone else got deer in headlights look because they're like we don't want to lie what do we say and i'm just like i just we, we just used the because we were talking about overwatch which has a pretty decent in-game voice chat so i was just like oh we just use that he's like oh okay cool and i'm like yeah, because yeah, there there are two different guys in that office uh, who have like they they run their own Discord servers, uh, so we would use one of their Discords usually. But we were not a I, I was not about to volunteer that shit up. So and that one guy, by the way, is never on his Discord server. Which guy? The, you're, you're the guy that's not our friend. Oh, no, actually, um, the guy who runs that one Discord server, because the guy who's not our friend does not have a Discord server. So. I thought he did. He does not. No. I thought he did. All right. No, no, he does not. That being said, he's also never active on Discord. Uh, in one of the two servers, the, the guy changed everybody's name to things that were appropriate for them as people, and uh, they changed our non-friend's name to never around. Because oh, he's really? literally never fucking around. So, and what's yours? What's your name? I chuckled when I saw it. you sent me a screen capture a while back, and I guessed wrong. You did guess wrong. Uh, so mine. Uh, and if you I'm, don't want to share, you don't. I'm, have to. I'm. I'm not going to because I've used that handle in a lot of places online that we may I, not want to expose. And I don't know what all is tied to that. So I will. It, not in fact is. if you had surfed I'm some places play. and like on your last episode of the unusually pink podcast which should have had the super explicit tag on it uh especially at the end if you'd surfed any of those and looked at any of those pictures that were referenced that might be a problem if with that handle so we wouldn't want to expose that handle oh it's a different handle so then yeah. if you're talking about my mastodon no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about uh, Mastodon. I'm talking about uh, Brandy and her, her comment about the food. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's no. We're, we're not going to go there. No, no. no not on our podcast. Not. No, we're, we're, we're classy. We're classy up here. We're not. We're not going to do that. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll. 
I don't actually I'll, I'll think not. we're classy at all, but we're but, we're but, not. It's 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 a spectrum, Mark. It's all relative, right? Compared to that last episode of the Unusually Pink podcast, everybody's classy. Except yeah. well, yeah. almost almost everybody. I can think of a handful of people who still aren't, but but she 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 took it to a, an all time low. That absolutely. Was, in her defense, uh, because that was um, that was the first uh, time that she came up here to the Cincinnati area so we could record in this podcast studio. And we had gone, we went to lunch, late lunch when she got here, had a couple drinks, and then uh, that was when they still had Slangria over at Gypsies. So on our way back, we stopped at Gypsies and had Slangria, and then we drank for episode one that we recorded and then we drank while we recorded the second episode. So we were getting on into the night at that point, and there had been like a good bit of alcohol consumed. So might not have been um, everybody operating with their normal like filters going on, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. There was no filter at all on her. There there, there was not. If you'd love to know what we're referencing, you should definitely go uh, listen to the Unusually Pink podcast. Episode 19. That's episode 19, so, uh, John, are there any other uh, services that you used? I threw in some of the the streaming channel services. I've tried all of those, and none of them have been great, and I've canceled them in the first thirty days. Yeah, the the only other one I've I've put significant use into was um, HBO. Yeah. Um, so I've had HBO Go and HBO Now both. Um, uh, for a while, I was bumming off of my sister's account, and then I went ahead and paid for my own, like, standalone one. She had one that was tied to, like, her cable TV service. Um, I got the standalone one. There's been some good stuff on there. Um, I'm not going to get into the dumpster fire that was the ending of Game of Thrones. Suffice to say, I was mad like everybody else. That was garbage. But um, there's been some other pretty good stuff on there. I really liked uh, The Leftovers. I thought it was a great series. Um, got really into that. The wire uh, was really good. And actually I do need to eventually resubscribe at least for a little while to check out the Watchmen series. Um, I was a big fan of the Watchmen graphic novel. I do have a giant Watchmen tattoo on me. So I feel like I should probably check out the Watchmen series on HBO. It looks good from the previews I saw. Um, it's just, I've, I've not been in a place where I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and pay for this because I have zero time to watch it, but um, eventually I would like to resubscribe, check that out, see if there's anything new that's been added that I want to watch too. So John, I don't know if you saw me look at my watch, but I got a text. So the text shows up on my computer, my phone, and my watch. So being that millennial habit that you have, man, you need to get all in Dude, on, on you, this. I, it's killing me right now. You're and, talking about the text and you're not responding to it. And And so I just on my watch responded to it. Just like oh, that. There you go. There Just you go. That's, fast stuff. That's some next level meta shit right it there. Is. It is. That, that is next level meta oh, shit man. for sure. That's, yeah. I so. just, I just millennialed so hard. So, um, <laughs> How how much is the HBO? Co does it cost you a month? Are you still it's subscribed a, to? It? I am not. Okay. No, basically, um, after the ending of Game of Thrones, I uh, I went ahead and unsub. Not not like a rage unsub. I'm not that dramatic. That's a little that's a little much. But um, I did unsub just because at the time there wasn't anything that I was jonesing to watch, um, and I knew that the Watchmen series was not going to be for a little while yet. So I I kind of I kind of put that off and. 
and haven't I haven't been subscribed since then. But yeah, I think that's really the main uh, other streaming service that I've I've attempted to use before. How about you? Any others that were noteworthy, or they were all just? I mean, you got like a list there, but they were all just kind of like meh, and you they they moved on. none were noteworthy. I tried it anything new. I have that 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 thing I was. Described earlier, FOMO, yeah, fear yeah. of missing out. So I try everything. Uh, try all the free trials and things like that. But a lot of things don't stick. I would like to point out, in case I wasn't clear on the last episode, I did cancel my Apple News Plus. I successfully canceled Congratulations. Yep, yep. I do, think, do, 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 do. Absolutely. That's awesome. I think I sent you a screen capture you did, of, of, in the, fact. of the cancellation. You did. Because I, I, if I recall correctly... I had asked you, hey, did you cancel that? And you're like, I have a reminder set for tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. So that next morning I did my normal, you know, our normal uh, meeting we have every single morning uh, where all the real big problems get solved in your office and no one's here. Um, We talk about whatever. And uh, I went up to my desk and I think I messaged you um, on Microsoft Teams uh, because it was working that day. (laughs) That, for for those of you that work at Microsoft, that was shade. In yeah. case you didn't notice, this, this that. is this is like two days after the uh, global Microsoft Teams outage. So I've been. Why did, why did they have that outage? I've been. Ah, uh, because somebody forgot to renew an SSL certificate. Hmm. Yeah. Highly technical it's, problem. It's that thing that's bitten every like IT systems administrator in the ass at least one time. It's just when it bites you in the ass, you hope it's small scale so that you learn your fucking lesson and you make calendar reminders 30 days beforehand to go renew that shit. And you hope it's not something that takes like one of your core products offline for the entire globe. Um, Somebody had a really bad, bad day. But um, I think I messaged you on Teams. It was like, hey, I forgot to ask why it's down there. Did uh, Did you cancel your Apple News Plus? And you replied with a screenshot like I think it even had the timestamp. It was like first thing in the morning uh, with like the cancellation notice yeah. on it. <laughs> first thing because uh, uh, it took me months of paying that extra month, and the when it renewed and I got the email, I'd be like, "Damn, I meant to, I meant to cancel that." So uh, yeah, that's a dumpster fire. So <laughs> in case we're keeping score at home, the unusually pink podcast is never going to be sponsored by Best Buy. Correct. Somebody else, I believe, in one of the recent episodes, uh, we d- you all determined they weren't going to sponsor you. Oh, there's uh, been a few. And so I think we can conclude that Apple, <laughs> Microsoft, for sure, are not going to sponsor this podcast. I, I'm thinking uh, after episode 19, I might reach out to, like, Johnsonville, Make the Browers. Maybe oh, they'll get yes. a sponsorship for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. You'll have to listen to that. All of you all that uh, have no idea what we're talking oh, about. Um, it was uh, hilarious and sad all at the same it time. It was, yeah. Some, some Johnsonville brats, preferably like the pork ones. Absolutely. The, yeah, the, not, the, not beef brats. No, the, the, the white-looking ones, the so gray-looking the ones. The grayish-looking ones. And, and we'll just leave it at that. Because everything else is significantly not safe for work. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think we've uh, gotten to the end of uh, another podcast and only disenfranchised a handful of potential sponsors. I hope so, so yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're so good at this. So, John, where can people find you? Um, 
they can find me as an individual, uh, my current website that uh, is still fairly new. I like to call it new because I had my other one that's also still out there for a few years, uh, largely untouched. But um, you can find me at jfabhd.com, the domain that Mark finally um, guilted me into buying after he institutionalized my name as jfab at the office. Thank you, Mark. Um, Absolutely, and 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 I institutionalized that name because John is really, in many ways, other than he's not rich, uh, very much like Marquez Brownlee, really smart, leading edge, and and uh, uh, I'm I'm really saddened that it took him so long to get that domain. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pretend I agree with you first of all. <laughs> I'll pretend I agree. Uh, and then it's, it's been like years, years at our previous job where we worked together where you first thought that that was a good idea. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also have, uh, I did rebrand my Twitter as well. Um, that's like 100% pure shit post. So I wouldn't recommend anybody look at that. But if you really want to. No um, prospective sponsors look at that. Yeah, that's definitely... Definitely don't, but it's it's also JFab HD, uh, and then for my other podcast, the Unusually Pink podcast. Um, if you just Google Unusually Pink, we're like it for all the things other than this one fucking person who's got like a Facebook page called Unusually Pink who shows up. I don't know what that's about, but um, our main website is unusually dot pink which is pretty awesome uh if you go to unusually.pink forward slash podcast all of our show notes and whatnot are up there except the last episode because i haven't had time to do them yet but i'm hoping to knock that out and tonight so by the time this episode goes live they'll be up and we have that link in the show notes for those of you that can't spell unusually pink that's uh it's it's just tricky is tricky so yeah um yeah and then we got all the the socials and stuff that, that go with that uh how about you where can people find you as you sit there i think i said this exact i think i said this exact same line the last time because i think you had the same um uh, uh get up on the I last did. time I did. um where can people find you on the internet mark as you sit there wearing your own swag uh, that would be craftbrewgeek.com that'll redirect them to the appropriate places. Most of my posting goes on Instagram. However, all of those same posts go across the normal socials, the Twitter and the Facebook and places like that. Um, hopefully one of these days uh, I will get the uh, Craft Brew Geek website back up. Right now uh, it's in disabled status on our friends over at Squarespace. Squarespace yeah. should really sponsor us they sponsor they should, everybody yeah. else um and my website is also hosted on squarespace so so good deal yeah yeah and uh you're you're are you what, what's your what's your follower threshold you were you're like at the cusp of milestones right you, creeping up there getting close to uh three thousand followers on uh, instagram thousand followers. and uh really getting a lot of interaction the the pictures get uh, lots of comments, lots of likes. Uh, I've actually met some people that follow me uh, in real life, which is which is interesting. And uh, I've I've run across lately a couple of trolls. So you uh, did, yeah. You had your first real like 
person who was so bored they were just gonna bitch at you all night instead of whatever else they could have been doing to better their lives and 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 so uh since they'll never hear this um i've tried to take the approach of of what i always preach to people which is don't feed the trolls in this case i i did provide some feedback but i was extra extra positive but uh somebody was getting on me about not uh uh researching the artist in which I post. So people out that have street art that don't really uh, easily identify, label their street art. And, and one, and, and this, this person even said, well, there's a, there's a St. Petersburg book, get the book and look up who the artists are and at reply them. And I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm doing this, because I like art, not because I'm the St. Petersburg street art historian. Right. And, and I said a couple other nice things, but what I really wanted to say is seriously, get a fucking life. <laughs> right. Um, what these what are, are you doing? These are pictures on Instagram and you want me to uh, have a bibliography. Right. Come on now. It, and and honest, I, I feel like I'm not, I'm not an artist. I don't, I don't create street art. I would feel like, if I was really concerned about it, I would take the time to put like my own account info, like in the art somewhere, right? Like at the bottom, be like, little Instagram icon and like what my account name is, something like that. You know, people can really easily like look and, you up. Whatever. And if I see that and it's and it's legible, yeah, tag absolutely. But, then then I put it in there, and and you can go back and look at you and I visited LA. Yep. And I put stuff in there, and then stuff that uh, somebody would say, hey, that's so and so. I'd go back and edit the Instagram post um, because you can't edit Twitter post. You're right. And I would uh, just throw an at reply in there so that they would get get noticed. And and if you do it clearly and legibly where I don't have to work really hard to figure out who did it, sure, I do that proactively. Not only do I do that proactively, I've caught several artists in process and and stopped and talked to them, taken pictures, at replied and commented on how great their art was. So really, really into to giving praise. But I'm, I'm not going to be somebody's historian. And and they got butt hurt because everybody in my my feed wasn't uh, wasn't called out. Yeah, it's a little it's a little egregious, I think, to expect you to be like, hey, go buy this book that uh, you didn't know fucking existed. Go buy it. Oh, they didn't even and, tell me the book name. They just oh, said there was one. That's even better. Yeah. yeah. Go go look up what that is. Find it. Buy a copy. Look up everything you take a photo of. Hope it's in there. Tag the artist. And then, oh, by the way, do that in every city that you visit. That's absurd. No. No. Maybe, maybe if this was like a full-time job and you had like 2 million followers and this is the only thing you did, then I'd absolutely then maybe, try to do that. maybe when it's like, hey, this is a, a thing I do for fun right now. Like it's, but it must be something about St. Petersburg, Florida, because I've posted stuff from all over the United States, and it's the first. It was two people. It was it's the first, and they they knew each other. It's the first time I've ever had that happen in all the time yeah. that I've been posting, and I have uh, a bunch of pictures out there. Yeah, you do, you do. That's so. All right, this I'll get is, off my soapbox. This is why we can't have nice things. I think we're out of beer, so that must mean the podcast Mine's, is over. 
mine's empty so yeah i guess it's time for me to hit that record button and uh, we'll go get more beer see you next time man. all right later